Oh. My head. Anyone? Captain? Alex? Ugh. Captain. I'm up. I'm up, Neva. Oh, Sparst. This. This is not good. The damage might not be as bad on the lower decks. The bridge, maybe, took the worst of it. Uh, no. The, the envelope of uh, the, the wave function that translated us here. Science Officer Elbrin. You all right? Oh, boy. I, I can't do the math in my head. But the, uh, the, the, the ventral hull would have bore the brunt of it. Oh. oh, I'm alive. Oh, which doesn't count for much. Let me help Sly. He saved the ship. You should have seen him. I think Neva's console exploded before anyone else's. Those burns are... Hey, I'll live too. Oscar, wake up. Jordan, I need to know. Did it work? Did we close the SD-1 impossibility? Yeah. Yeah, we, we did. The universe will not be draining out into oblivion through a sinkhole in space-time, and it has Starship Excelsior to thank for it. Unfortunately, your, your, uh, your faithful ship's pilot couldn't stop us from... Uh, couldn't stop us from going halfway down the drainpipe first. Hey, welcome back, Sly Guy. It's good to see you back in the land of the living. Hey, Jordan. John's being modest, sir. As you can see, our particles did not end up scattered across eternity, and I don't know another starship pilot who could have dodged it. So where did we end up? More likely when, sir. We were pulled mainly along the impossibility's temporal axis, not the spatial one. We should actually be within a few light years of where we started. Okay, so when did we end up? Are we talking days? Months? That's going to take a while, Neva. All primary systems are offline. By, uh... I'm not detecting our starboard warp nacelle. Uh, what? We, we are near a planet. Apparently M-Class. You have sensors? My board is dead. No, just look up. Through the skylight. Oh. I don't know. Looked M-Class to me. Let's try for a damage report. A distress beacon and a stable orbit by the end of the day. Neva, see if you can get down to engineering. <sighs> Let's find what's left of Excelsior. The ship critically damaged. The time? Seven billion years ago. Space. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Excelsior. We are here to learn. We are here to help. We're here to build bridges with the people we find here, to celebrate under stars we've never seen before.
Starship Excelsior, a Star Trek fan production. Starring Samuel Gillis as Captain Alex Lorock. Kennedy as Lieutenant Commander Neva. Jacqueline Luca as Kestra Janaya. And Caitlin Stallenwerk as Commander Yubari Asuka. Starship Excelsior proudly presents Sodaji by James Haney. Story by Leanna Keyes. Yes, what is it? It looks like Starfleet's done cleaning up the impossibility. They should count themselves lucky. Once Lorak let the impossibility get that big, even the Scions would have had trouble closing it. There wasn't that much to clean up, really. The impossibility burned 12 star systems, 150 billion lives, and all that left in its wake was void. I wouldn't put it that way. What do you mean? <laughs> he means you're right, but he refuses to admit Alex Lorak deserves any credit. He has an exemplary crew. Had. They're dead. They are not dead. We would not still be looking for them if they were dead. Nor would Starfleet. Um, well? Yes, Janif? That was kind of the next thing I was getting to. Starfleet cleaned up the entire sector. They didn't find the Excelsior. Not even their temporal division. They've called off the search. Isaac? What? They gave up. We will not. In fact, I think we're done with this century. Set course 200 years downtime. And how long will you have us searching, huh? We'll die of old age before we search a fraction of 1% of this sector's history. Pseudo, this is my penance and yours. The Scions need Lorak for the beginning. If that is our fate, so be it. Is it my penance too, or can I get dropped off somewhere? Are you asking? No. Let's save them. Well, the good news is we found the starboard nacelle. I thought Stellar Cartography was destroyed. It was, but the Stellar Cart team survived. So did our deflector dish, and as it turns out, Ensign Joshi does ham radio. Sorry, Jordan. How's that help? Do you have any idea what a warp coil does to the EM spectrum? Of course not. You steer the ship. You don't know how it works. Kidding. It's brighter than some nearby stars. She used... Well, I, I don't want to call it space sonar, so I won't. Warp Nacelle Sulu is 20 AU from here, between the 5th and 6th planets of this system. But transferring it would be... tricky. Life supports on batteries. We had to transfer command functions from the bridge to engineering, and our shuttle bays are in ruins. How long until we can get the Excelsior underway, then? Not prepared to put an estimate on that, Asuka. From the people I've talked to, ma'am, 7 billion years is a pretty scary number. Even a ballpark guess that when we're going home would do a lot for morale. I'm very sorry, Lieutenant. I can't. Kestra, I've worked with you for, what, six years now? 
You've never taken longer than two hours to give a repair estimate. It's been eight. I, uh... Miss Yubari, Commander Janiah is unable to estimate when Excelsior can be repaired because we haven't decided whether Excelsior can be repaired. In my professional opinion, she can't. The Excelsior has enough deuterium fuel left in her tank to keep emergency power for 18 months. Less if we need to tap into it for anything else. The more effort we put into repairs, the faster it drains. And when the tank runs dry, then that's it. The lights will go out, the air will stop, and the Excelsior will burn up in the atmosphere. So, we have to choose. Between what and what, exactly? Can we call for help? Even if we ignore the Temporal Prime Directive, and to be clear, we absolutely cannot ignore the Temporal Prime Directive, there'd be no one out there to hear us. Intelligent life is eons from evolving. No one's ever gone back this far. Not even close. We could leave a message on that planet. Set it to stay dormant until our own time. When it activates, Starfleet can find us and rescue us. Well, we'd have to invent a battery that lasts seven billion years. And one that's immune to nuclear fire. Beg Sorry. pardon? I, 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 I just mean... Look, the only light in this room right now, or anywhere else on Excelsior, is coming from that sun out the window. He's so bright. He's a young sun. Here's how far back we are. This whole star system will die when that sun goes supernova a billion years before any of our species evolve out of the mud. It was a great idea, Commander. But Stellar Card had it four hours ago. Then we should send a message. Straight through time. Come on, Din. You've always got some trick with chronotons up your sleeve. Temporal beacons have a range of about a million years. There are some theories that suggest you could coax that higher with a large enough power source, but the requirements are exponential. A 7 billion year beacon would take more energy than a Kardashev 3 civilization makes in a century. That just makes it even more important that we warp out of here ourselves. We have to go find a way home. Even if we could somehow get our nacelle back, repair the subspace coils, and fly off into the sunset without violating the temporal prime directive, this far back, subspace itself is still forming. I don't know what would happen if we did form a warp field. We might suddenly pop straight through to Andromeda. We might just evolve into lizards. We'd probably just explode. I'm not saying we can't get home. I'm just seeing that Federation Science doesn't have a way for us to get home. Yet. Yet. Andromeda? Wait, wouldn't the galactic barrier stop us? The barrier around our galaxy doesn't exist yet. Recent scholarship says the barrier is artificial, like the Bajoran wormhole, and won't be built until maybe a quarter million years BC. If you ever wanted to warp out into the big empty, now's your chance. If we had propulsion, which I want to emphasize, we do not. One thing at a time. Current thing, I have water bottles. Ah, oh, thank God, I am parched. 
Thank you, El. I'll take about three of those. Thanks, El. Excuse me, Mr... Ovden. Larak Ovden, assistant barkeep. Did you just come aboard? What? El joined the crew the same day I did, ages ago. This is a restricted area, Mr. Ovden. It took me almost two hours to climb up here. Uh, Could I just rest here a minute or two, Commander? Regulations are clear, Mr. Ovden. You can rest down... It's fine, Neva. I'm not sure how much the regulations matter anymore. It's just... You do announcements or something? I know I've never seen your face before, but something about your voice... Aliens think all Bolians sound alike, but it's fine. Actually, I do have an announcement. There's a party in the Delta Lounge tonight at 1800. A party? And now my ulterior motive for coming up here. I'd like to invite our guest of honor, the man I'm told we have to thank for not being dead, Lieutenant Jonathan Sylvest. We have contraband ration packs, Leo's making his Klingon death chili, and I got one of the Dabo tables back up. I figure one night off before the repairs start. We're not all agreed that repairing the ship is possible. Oh? Seems to me this crew already did the impossible twice today just getting here. I'm not so sure enough of us did. Neva? (sighs) It's time. I need the casualty report. We don't have a full report yet. Couriers haven't re-established contact with the entire ship. Most of marine country is still sealed off by rubble. But, well, most crew had time to get to shelter before we translated through the impossibility. I'm hearing mostly light injuries, a dozen or so broken bones. We do expect some fatalities near the starboard nacelle, but none so far. None that we know of. Did you hear that, Sly? You didn't just save the galaxy, you saved everyone! So far? No, Lieutenant, he's right. That's the first good news since I woke up. While this crew breathes, there's hope. Yes, there is. But also, I hate to say it, but while this crew breathes, it puts a huge strain on our life support. Most of our scrubbers are gone, and our surviving solar panels can't recharge the batteries fast enough. I don't know how long it'll take to get a fusion plant back up. But I know we don't have enough air left to find out. What are you saying? She's saying this ship can only support a skeleton crew. Maybe half? Everyone else has to evacuate immediately. To where? Well, I think we can jury-rig one of the central transporters. We should still have some farming and foraging equipment in the botany labs. And, well, didn't Asuka say that planet looks M-class? I want that confirmed immediately. And check its chirality. Jordan? Captain, I don't know about the rest of you, but I need my department up here working on the astrophysics problem. Lieutenant, I've just been informed we don't have the air left to argue about this. Get to it. Next staff briefing will be groundside at my tent. You're going to evacuate? We're obviously going to be here for a while. Probably forever. Forever? Now that's panic talking. Accepting reality is not panic, Mr. Ovden. The mission's only half finished. We still have to get these people out of here alive, and we can't do that if we divide our focus, divide our crew. Thank you for the water, Mr. Ogden. The rest of you, that planet needs to become the first inhabited planet in the galaxy by tomorrow. Hit it. Neva, a moment? Captain, respectfully... Mr. Ogden, I'm sorry I cut you off just now. I know you're a civilian. 
I'm sure you're scared. I'm not scared for myself. I'm scared for this crew. Pull us apart from each other, from our ship, our mission. Divided like that for long enough. That's the real danger here. What? Don't worry, Barkeep. We're Starfleet. Your people? If you'll excuse me, I need a word with my first officer. Fine. Okay. Neva, how do you think the crew will take it? Sir? You can drop the rank, Neva. I do with everyone else. I'm not everyone else. No, you're not. The first winter will be hard, but we can tap the deuterium to get through to a full planting season. After that, the colony should be on its feet. Most of us should survive. How long do they say intelligent life usually lasts? 15,000 years? There's no dilithium this far back, so our descendants won't be spreading out among the stars. And that sun will erase every trace of us when it goes. We'll live out our lives here. I hope build something wonderful that our children and grandchildren enjoy for thousands of years. But history will never even know we were here. Very tidy. That's just it. I'm not sure we're all ready to accept that as our fate. I don't think Asuka's even ready to let go of this ship. Or often. They can't be the only ones. Should we give them some space? Ease everyone into the big picture? Evacuation doesn't have to be mandatory. At first. You heard, Castra. We need Excelsior evacuated. Do you think half the crew will voluntarily abandon ship? They will if you... Me and Kestra all joined the evacuees. It had set a good example. All three of us? Who's that leave at the con? Does it matter? The ship is dead. You know it as well as I do. I know I'm asking you to set aside your rank and position. Given our last fight before we broke up. This is different. You've made an actual decision this time. Really the opposite of how you were with me. I'm sorry. No, no. I wish I didn't deserve that. You know I wanted to go further, but I was the XO, and you were my subordinate. I don't think rank was your obstacle in popping the question, Alex. At least you've grown in the captain's chair. Look, I promise you, we're going to make this colony work for everyone. You've pulled this crew out of some hot fires, Alex. But this... Remember the dedication plaque, Neva. No matter where you go, there you are. Well, this is where we went. Our command structure, the obstacles of rank, might not make sense anymore down there. But whether or not people still call me Captain, I won't dishonor Excelsior's memory by failing her crew. Not in seven billion years. Commander! Is there something I can do for you, Mr. Ovden? Is it? Yeah, my friends call me L. I just wanted you to know, ma'am, I'm a trained and certified pilot. I was in the war. Shuttles? Fighters? Starships, ma'am. I flew light cruisers and escort vessels. Interesting. For the merchant marine? Fair warning. They say I pull a pretty sharp L4. Why are you telling me this? 
In case you need a pilot, someone has to look after the Delta Lounge, so I'll be around. I'll... I'll bear that in mind. Thank you, El. Twelve months later. Science giant. Sly guy! You got my juice? Its legal name is Replicated Nutrient Gunk. Yeah, but juice sounds cooler. First Light Colonization Task Force humbly thanks you. What's put the bounce in your step today, Lieutenant? <laughs> is it that obvious? I mean, I wish you were always this happy to see me, but... No, 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 you're right. I, I, I met someone. No way! Oh, good for you! Uh, how'd you meet? You wouldn't... You wouldn't... I mean... It sounds stupid. Come on, man. I've respected your privacy since your fiancé passed on. But I did tell you all my embarrassing stories about, uh, Lieutenant Hodges. Well, okay, fair, fair. It was at one of the early bonfires. Actually first one, after Novacek rigged that solar-powered still, which explains things, I guess. And then there's some dancing. And you're sitting off to the side as usual, nursing a drink and staring a thousand-yard hole in the bar, trying to look mysterious instead of depressed? Well, I was staring at the fire this time, but okay, and uh, she walks up to me and just, you know, as a joke, we were all still getting used to the idea of Living here for a while, lots of moving around, and... Come on, Lieutenant! Well, she walks up to me and, and says, Well, I see that you are a strong man. If you put hand to plow and food on the table, I will bear you many strong boys. <laughs> and then we dance. John, thank you. That is the cringiest first date I have ever heard. You are a true friend. Now take this stuff and give me the water tanks. I gotta get back to the ship and tell everybody else. Hey, that was in confidence. I don't recall signing any papers. Strong man. <laughs> Rosetta will hunt you down. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait. Rosetta. You're dating Rosetta Sassini? Yeah, from your department. So she knows where you live. Ha ha, joke's on you. My quarters blew up on the way here. Shouldn't be long now before she gets recalled, so... So maybe I'll be seeing more of you when you come up to visit. Wait, what? I haven't heard anything about a recall. Is it voluntary? Oh, sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. Today has to go well first. Hey, uh, we should catch up sometime soon and... I think we're overdue to start the ship's theater company on a new production! Would Twelfth Night be too on the nose? 
I have to admit, I was thinking the Tempest. Cheers, Sly! Bye, Din. Okay, how about this? How about this? Move the pump to G10, and then there's room on main for both of you. But that'll take days. We can do it in one if you work together. And if you'd rather not, then I'll know being on main isn't that important to either of you, so I'll make sure the council turns that entire space into a park. All right. You've made your point. Come on, Reeves. Might as well get busy digging. I could do with some lunch at the tavern first. Aye, me too. Care to join us, Kestra? Too much to do, but if you brought me back a beer, gents, I would not be ungrateful. Right. Good luck. Thanks. Hey, Madam Mayor, got a minute? The office I was elected to was council member, same as everyone else who won. What can I do for you, Sly? Well, uh, I, I didn't know if this is even... I'm not sure. John, if you just drop by to chat, both I and Rosetta will be annoyed. No, it's... I, I just got the juice. The the nutrient gunk? Good. And dropped it off at the farm depot? Yep. Uh, it's not that. It's... Jordan brought it down. And how is Mr. Elbrum? Can't imagine he's having much fun up top right now with two-thirds the crew and all the action down here. Well, he sounded like there was something going on up top. Uh, have you heard anything? They finally got the Delta Lounge fully reopened? It might be worth the trip up just to play some dumb job. Jordan mentioned... Uh, he's, he's, he said there might be a partial crew recall. And, and a Rosie recall? And I was looking for the captain to see if it's anything to worry about. Have, haven't seen him in a few days, though. Do you know where he is? There's been zero discussion of a recall, John. We'll need you and Rosie down here for the foreseeable future. I'll talk to Alex and make sure we don't cross any wires with the skeleton crew up top. Thanks, Kestra. Gonna grab some lunch, then back to the fertilizer. One thing I'll say for First Light, it sure has been a final frontier for our noses. Can't argue with that. Thanks again, Madam Mayor. Councilwoman! (sighs) Alright. Now, where the frack's Alex? Come in, I guess. Hi, just me. Oh, hey, Kestra. You mind if I keep going with this? I might have something this time. No problem. What's it for? Officially, it's going to be a nitrogen exchange unit for CPO Grex. Unofficially? The 19 unsolvable problems I have with this are keeping the panic about my own unsolvable problems at low volume. You weren't at last night's bonfire. I switched to half doses of my suppressants, trying to stretch what's left. Having a friend over is fine. Joining a crowd of drunk ex-officers who are all trying to feel out the shapes of their new lives. Not a great place to leave a light dusting of Orion pheromones. Some might call that the perfect place. Thanks for trying, Kestra. But not helping. Sorry. We will figure this out. It's not like it's fatal. It's just... Mm. Thanks for checking on me, though. You had lunch? Not yet. I've got a couple ration packs over there if you're sick of beets. Oh, I couldn't. Bake me a cake next year. 
keep me company now. I can't stay. Kestra, give me my ration pack. Sit your butt down and have a bite before you pass out from exhaustion. You're too busy for friendly visits, so what's up? I'm looking for Alex. Something weird might be happening up top, and I haven't seen him since last Tuesday. I don't want to let on to the crew, but I thought you might have a lead on him. I haven't seen him either. Brack. The past few weeks, he's been sneaking off to a certain spot in the northern forest. I saw it in the navlogs the last time I took the Fujisan out for a drive. Ugh, that's two hours from here by dune buggy. You've got stuff, Madam Mayor. I'll go. Really? Thank you, Neva. Hey, I'll take a two-hour buggy ride over designing a colonial sewer system any day. Oh, did you hear about Thursday's working session? I swear, we're this close to voting that the bullions can build their own damn toilet system separate from ours. Tear open that ration pack and you can tell me all about it. All right, I can spare five minutes. Internal nacelle stress passing 34 kilopascals. Shuttlecraft, I need that tractor beam steady. You keep telling me what I already know, sir. I'm going to add 34 kilopascals to your solar plexus. Ensign Adow, focus. I think insulting officers is how Adow focuses, Captain. Funny she never tries it on me, then. Only nerds like Elbrin. No offense, Lieutenant. None taken, ma'am. Adjust relative heading 0 mark 002. Shuttle answering point 002 degrees. Entering phase 4. Final approach. Alright people. Six months to get a shuttle out to our missing warp nacelle. Six weeks fixing the pylons. Ten more guiding it home. Get the last few minutes right and we can turn the warp core back on. And then we celebrate. Party in the Delta Lounge tonight. Hey, Barkeep, stop trying to turn everything into a party and focus up. That's what I keep saying. Hello? Hello? Anyone here? Hello? Neva, who told you where to find me? Nobody's seen you in days, Alex. What are you doing way out here? Well, I was trying to keep you from finding out before I was finished. I'm sorry, Neva. It's some kind of structure. A sawmill? I thought we weren't planning to start harvesting timber from here until year three. We aren't. It's not a sawmill. It's... Well... It's not yet. But it's going to be... A house. A house? Your house, actually. I don't understand. Well... You've been spending so much time and energy trying to help everyone else in the crew with special needs. And I thought maybe somebody should do something special for you. So you built me a house? 
Well, I haven't actually built it yet. As you can see, I barely got the frame together. A house, though. More like a retreat. There's a time coming when you'll want to be away from the rest of the colonists. While you're learning to master your Orion powers. This is a place where you can do that. It seems a little big for one person. Neva, there are a lot of people who love you. If you ask us, we will be there to help you. And one day, when we get to the other side of all this, you won't need help. You might just want company. I don't know what to say. I know. I'm really sorry. You weren't supposed to just stumble into it. No, no. I'm amazed, Alex. This is amazing. It looks like a really nice house. (laughs) Well, all right, house frame. But all just for me? With resources so tight? Neva, have you or I spared one single thing when it comes to helping the special needs crew? That nitrogen exchanger for Grex. Did we replicate the cheap materials? Or the expensive ones that will last a century? You're worth every molecule as much as Grex. And this is what you need. You wouldn't do this for anyone else in the crew. Only because you would have already done it for them. You're very sweet, Alex. We're settling down. My command is ending. Pretty soon I'm going to be entitled to be sweet. And there are a few mistakes I've made that I'm keen on correcting. Don't burn your uniform just yet. In fact, you might want to put it on. What's up? Something's going on up top. Uberi wants another meeting about how we're putting too many resources into the colony. It sounds bigger. Sly heard it from Jordan. Something about a recall. Something about... something that's happening today. There has to be a miscommunication. A recall? I'm disappointed that so much of the crew is still trying to live on that shipwreck as it is. So you haven't authorized any major operations? Absolutely not. Then I think you'd better get in the dune buggy. Alright folks, this is the tricky part. We're going to use the shuttle's tractor beam to spin the nacelle a bit, line it up with our pylons, then quickly hand off from the shuttle to the Excelsior's main tractor beam. Then we guide the nacelle in. Are we ready for coordinates? We were ready at the beginning of your little recap, George. Ready, Captain. Yellow alert. Just in case that still does anything. It It doesn't. doesn't. Okay. From the shuttle, we need pitch up. Point one one five by two six four on my mark. Dot one one five by two six four laid in. And mark. We're spinning the nacelle. We're only going to be about four meters from poking a hole in the fuel tanks. Jordan, we know. Okay. On my mark, L, disengage shuttle tractor beam and, Lieutenant, engage the Excelsior's tractor beam. Prepared to disengage. Ready, ma'am. Elevation 113, 114. Mark. Tractor switch successful. 
Okay. Guide him in. What's happening, Lieutenant? You lost the tractor beam is what happened. Overload! Tractor's down! Shuttle, re-establish lock! I'm trying! Too late! Brace for impact! Damage! We're venting deuterium! Six months of fuel is down to four and falling fast! Seal it! Can't! Nothing's responding! Hey, Dow? Yeah, I got an idea, but you're gonna hate it. Do it, Ensign! Phaser's locked! Wait, what? What the hell, Ensign? Did you just fire phasers at us? I just saved our fuel tanks, ma'am. I can confirm that, ma'am. It sealed the breach. Fuel supply at... Uh, nine weeks. We get home in nine weeks or never. Tractor reestablished. Fine. I take it fuel isn't the only thing we lost? Sections 10 to 12 on decks 14, 15, and 16 are... gone, Captain. So much for all that repair work on astrometrics. No kidding. You're on course, L. Guide her in gentle. 20 meters. 10. Lock off. Locking off. We've got it. Powering the warp core. Mission accomplished, Captain. Tough one. They're all tough ones. Welcome to the chair, I guess. How's it feel? Being captain of the flagship of the universe mostly ruined my sleep. Captain of the flagship of what was that, Lieutenant Commander Ubery? Captain? I mean, Alex, Larocque. What are you- I want to know what the sparse you think you're doing to my ship. I authorize no mission to retrieve on a cell, because the risk was far too great. I'm sorry, Alex. We knew you'd disagree with this operation, but we thought- So you we committed could protect- mutiny? And blew up almost half the fuel we had left? Our first winter's almost here. We needed that fuel. I should have you and your accomplices up on charges. I'm afraid that won't be possible, Alex. It's just as well you're here. We've had a hard time reaching you. Just because you couldn't reach me so I could specifically tell you for the ninth time not to do this doesn't give you the right to do it anyway. No, Alex. I had the right to order this mission. Because as of 1830 hours, I am the commanding officer of this starship. You've been relieved of duty per Starfleet Order 104. Commander, we talked about this at our last meeting. 104 doesn't apply here. Evacuating to the colony isn't the same as abandoning my post. You talked. You didn't give me much chance to tell you so, but we disagreed. We? My senior staff, the only department heads still at their posts. Myself, Lieutenant Elbrun, Ensign Kinash Adow. I had a right to a hearing. By the regulations, this mission was too urgent for another delay, what with the falling fuel level and our repair timelines. Repair timelines? Like I said, we couldn't reach you. 
What the boss means is, we figured, you haven't given a crap about your ship, or your crew, or your job in like, six months. Why start now? I care deeply about the people on this ship. I've just been out of contact. On a, well, a mission. You never told us about that, sir. And respectfully, sir, doesn't that kind of prove our point? Lieutenant Commander Ubery, I'm ordering you to... No, Alex, you're not. You've been duly relieved. By the book! If I have to call security... Ubery, you clearly don't know the first thing about the book. Security only follows lawful orders. The annotated regulations have been sent to your pad. You should read them. Elsewhere. We have better things to do than fight over a dead ship. Sir, if you hadn't given up on this ship so easily, you might have seen the progress- I used to be the chief engineer up here. I didn't give up easily. I gave up quickly before wasting months of limited resources on a doomed project. Where do you even expect to go from here? Earth's halfway across the galaxy, and won't form from the cosmic gases for another three billion years. Well? We're... We're we're going to slingshot the Excelsior around the sun, at high warp. The gravity lens will send us back to our century. You'll what? We'll never abandon you or the colony, Alex. We'll recall the crew first. They aren't coming on a suicide mission. If there are any... Stragglers, when we get home, we'll give these coordinates to temporal investigations. They'll find a way to rescue anyone left behind. Excelsior isn't strong enough for a slingshot. She can never be made that strong again, even at a shipyard. She's broken in too many deep places. You never were much of an engineer, were you, boss? Head too busy in the penthouse to see the details in the basement. She'll fly, Captain. And when the ship snaps in half... Five minutes after hitting escape speed, and you all die of wishful thinking. A lot of your shipmates down on first light will die too. When winter sets in and they don't have Excelsior to help them weather it. I believe in my crew, Alex. And my crew has believed for twelve long, back-breaking months that we can do this. You should come see what we're building on first light. Just leave us alone. That's all we want. You know as well as I do that's impossible. We need each other in more ways than either of us can count. Look, I don't want to involve security any more than you do. They're my people. Okay, maybe a little less than you do. Here's what I propose. How about any major decisions? Decisions that affect both sides. We'll take those together. Otherwise, things stand as they are. And we keep sending each other what we need. On equitable terms, of course. Oscar, we're friends, not Ferengi. We're here to help each other. We're a crew, and I'm its captain. <laughs> Fine. If that helps you cope, okay. But I, speaking for First Light Colony, am willing to overlook the catastrophe you just inflicted on our deuterium supply. Only if I have your word of honor that nothing like it can happen again. So, do we have a deal? Elbrun? Your call, sir. Deal. Handshake. 
not exactly the second founding of the Federation of Planets. Still, it's the first peace treaty in the history of the universe. That's gotta count for something. It's been 12 months, Jord. Please stop calling everything first in the universe all the time. Now, Lorak, I need to start power distribution. And I need to inform the colonists that you just took three months off our lifespan. Excuse me. Computer. Computer! Uh, Of course not. Sir, can I help you? Major! Yes, actually. I was looking for the way to the Chief Engineer's office. I see the main corridor is still blocked by debris. There's a way around. I'll take you, sir. Thank you, Major. I was surprised to see you aboard. I thought I'd seen you down at the Seven Billion Club on first light a few times. Ryan and I do live on the planet, sir. The ship is no place for a young man like him. But Nicole is a life support specialist, so she felt duty-bound to stay. I'm sorry. Nicole Jensen in life support. You're involved with her? Uh, Yes, sir. She's my wife. Uh, Ten years next Christmas. Of course. I'm so sorry. Somehow, Major, you never put one in mind of a middle-aged dad. Indeed, sir. We visit a few times a week. Every night if we can, at least until she decides it's time to go. Or, well... You can say it, Major. Or until Excelsior gives out entirely. As you say, sir. There are a lot of LARPers around here, but I'm not one of them. I hope your wife sees the light soon. The first light, you might say, sir. (laughs) I like that. Well, here it is, sir. The chief engineer's office, just as Commander Janaya left it. Adao isn't using it? To be honest, sir, I don't think I've seen Ensign Adao outside of Jeffrey's tube in months. It can still take hours to get from remote repair areas back to crew quarters and mess, so she may be sleeping out there, for all I know. Why don't you step inside for a moment, Major? I want to show you something. Of course, sir. Top up, Kinesh. Keep them coming, Barkeep. I'll say this for the disaster. We'd never have thought to move senior staff meetings to the bar. And now I'm not sure we should ever move them back. Ambiance is everything. Especially now that we're getting supplied from Novacek still. For now. Mr. Novacek wouldn't cut us off. It's just a friendly swap. It was yesterday. Today, it's subject to the treaty. First off, we need to stop calling it a treaty. Fine. Agreement. How about surrender? You're the captain of the United Starship Excelsior, Miss Ubuddy. Novacek's alcohol belongs to you. So does his still, so does his life. Except now you've given some civilian named Alex L. the mistaken impression that he gets a vote too. I didn't hear your objection in engineering. I'm a barkeep. You're our pilot. That's the only reason you're here. Fine. Either way, I'm in no position to defend the captain's prerogatives. At least top me up again before you try anyway. We wanted to reduce the risk of a civil conflict. Instead, we just introduced the first element. Some people on first light are going to be confused now about who can give them orders. A legitimacy crisis. You did that. Mr. Obden, I have had it about up to here with your antics. 
First, you convinced us to relieve half the senior staff. I only reminded you of Regulation 104. Uh-huh. Reminded us with a stack of legal briefs as high as my waist. In my defense, Kanesh, you're pretty short. And then you have the gall to blame me when your little plan backfires? I don't know why I'm still listening to you. Well, I think I have some idea. As far as I'm concerned, ma'am, Elle's plan didn't backfire. We got what we needed. We have a warp core. My science team can finally start testing our theories about ancient subspace. It'll be slow going. Even with a core, we're still deep in a gravity well. So let's get out of the gravity well. We can do whatever we want at the L2 Lagrange. We can't. Why not? Half the point of getting the nacelle was so we could restore impulse without the fusion plan. I gave him my word. You of all people- All we'll be doing is breaking orbit. It won't hurt the colony. We can still shuttle back and forth. But right now they can commute here in an hour. Out at the Lagrange, more like a day. People like the Major and, and his son- If this counts as a major decision, Lorak's gonna veto everything we do from now until the power runs out. I'm not giving anyone a veto. Not Alex, and certainly not the ship's barkeep. Prepare for departure tomorrow at 1400. I'll be beaming down to first light at 0900. Dismissed. We can be ready a lot sooner than- Dismissed. (sighs) Ma'am? Fine. (sighs) Sorry, you, buddy. I was out of line. Correct. You never- would have tolerated that. Advantages of a civilian life, I guess. Then don't tempt me to put you back in a uniform. (laughs) I know you can't. I'm damaged goods. That's why you're the only one who knows about me. Neva? (laughs) Well, yeah. But Parker told her. Look, I'm gonna go get some shut-eye. If you could lock up the lounge when you're finished. Good night. Computer, ship's time. The time is Flux Puppy Ratchet Heist. That late, huh? I've got 2330 for what it's worth on Stardate 21139 times minus 10 to the 12th. Interesting watch, Mr. Ovden. Oh, are you waiting for the turbo lift too? Yeah. The watch I found up on deck one somewhere, in the wreckage. Someone must have lost it and gave up looking too fast. Or perhaps that little space, you know. The one under the cushion of the captain's chair. Was intended to be its final resting place. Then why would you come back? Why dig out your old uniform? I have a responsibility to the well-being of this crew. You abandoned them. Not just the crew up here, Mr. Ogden. The people down there are mine, too. And your responsibility to them is seven words long. Get these people out of here alive. That's right. Out of danger, not into it. A slingshot, Mr. Ogden. Even if you could, without exploding, the range on a slingshot around the star that size is only a thousand years, give or take. One slingshot won't bring you home. A hundred slingshots, a million. And you'd have hardly begun. Subspace is still forming this far back. One jump. A shuttle couldn't take it, but die. That is, Lieutenant Elbrin thinks we can make it work right here. He's wrong. Excelsior's back is broken. The Excelsior. Sorry? The Excelsior. She's a good lady. 
but she doesn't get chummy with the crew. We don't last long enough. What are you doing here? Your job. Lift slow. Think I'll walk. Smell the roses. Human idiom. What was that? Smell the roses. A human idiom. I used to have a friend who'd rib us for using them. He thought they encouraged human cultural imperialism. I hope my friend's all right. You should look him up when we get home. To be continued. In that episode, Engineer Kinesh Adal was played by Carla Bandeto. Science Officer Jordan Elbrun, Adam Lamford. The Major, Chris Bainbridge. Helmsman John Sylvest, John Boz. Barkeep, Elrak Ovdam, Larry Phelan. Isaac, Julian Bain. Janeth, Mandy Kay. Pseudo was played by Tom Barnes. Colonist Reeves, Jim Smagata. Colonist Hodges, John Von Walsigan. Additional Colonist, Rick Albritton. Computer, Caitlin Stallenwork. Narrator, Mike Hennessy. Directed by James Magata. Executive Producer, James Haney. Host Producers, Adam Blanford, Stephen Quinn, James Magata, Mike Sorensen, Gary Coble, Mike Hennessy, Alexandra Whitley. With assistance from Bob Hopwood, Jesse Farquharson, James Haney. Artwork by John Boz and Elias. Theme song by Samuel Gillis. Full music credits at starshipexcelsior.com slash credits. Transcript by Peter Stein. Special thanks, Nathan Lisney, Colin Heyman, Alexandra Whitley, Nathan Pope, Kenneth Moody, and Gene Roddenberry. Please leave us a review on iTunes or whatever podcatcher you use. Your feedback really helps. You can join other Excelsior fans for discussion and speculation in the fan-run Facebook group, Starship Excelsior, a fan group. Star Trek and all related marks, logos, and characters are solely owned by CBS Studios Incorporated. This fan production is not endorsed by, sponsored by, nor affiliated with CBS, Paramount Pictures, or any other Star Trek franchise, and is a non-commercial fan-made audio drama intended for recreational use. No commercial exhibition or distribution is permitted. This has been an Excelsior production.